Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Happy Hump Day, Junior, I think. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Did I get that wrong, Tom? You nailed it, Hump Day, Junior. Did it. I love it. Did it. It's Pretty Daddy. I'm Bill Ryder. Welcome into the program on CBS Sports Radio. As you heard, thank you for listening. We have a great show lined up for you. First NFL Power Rankings of the Year. I love this segment. I'm glad they're back. I'm glad we don't do every team. I put the Bears last. Anyway, I hate leftovers. And I hate leftovers is strong. I have a problem with leftovers I'm trying to get over, get through, get past. There was a time when the only leftovers I liked was the HBO show, and that was depressing as hell. Well, Tom's got some kind of horrific leftover story, and I said, save it. Don't tell me. He tried three times. I just want to hear it one time on the air. Don't know what it's going to be. We're going to get to it. Nick Saban thinks they're more than leftovers. He thinks they can be relevant this year. Some swagger, some confidence, some college football talk later in the show. Ephraim Salam, our buddy, longtime former NFL offensive lineman, played in a Super Bowl, played for several teams. We'll be on the program in an hour. We'll do by ourselves. We always do. Second segment of the second hour of the show, about an hour and 20 minutes-ish from now bunch of headlines, catch-all, whatever we don't get to in the program. And we talked yesterday about Mel Tucker, the head coach for the moment, suspended at Michigan State. And I told you why, regardless of who you believe in the he-said-she-said scandal between him and a well-known speaker and rape survivor in a tawdry story, at best, regardless who you believe he should not be, the Michigan State football coach. He has responded not to me, but to this story in general. He's done it forcefully and in an unusual way. We'll talk about that later in the program. Uh, let me get the uh, mechanics out of the way if you're new to the show or just forgot. If you wanna, you're thinking, I want to call this guy. I want to talk to Pretty Daddy. I want to give some response to that remarkably interesting, calamity-driven but at the end, riveting Monday Night Football game. What's the damn phone number? And why is he swearing at me? 855-212-4CBS. Let me do it again. I talk fast. 855-212. Let me get my voice lower. 4CBS. Sports writer on Twitter. Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. I am a big believer, kind of like the dude in the Big Lebowski maybe, of remembering things that I think are smart and repeating them. Certain bits of wisdom stick with me. And Bill Parcells has a line that I bring up all the time here. 
as it relates to people. It's people tell you who they are. Listen. Okay, cool. I think it's real. I think it's true. But sometimes the universe just tells you what is true in a broader sense. And you got to listen. And man, the universe sent some messages about the National Football League last night. If you missed the game, if you've been living, what's that stupid expression? Why, Tom, why would anyone say living in a closet? <laughs> Might as well say an apartment in New York City. <laughs> Come on. If you're living in a closet or under, you can't live under a rock. But whatever. If you missed it, Aaron Rodgers' debut with the New York Jets, all the hope and excitement in the world against the Buffalo Bills team that is either, as many believe, and they certainly do, a contender in a crowded AFC at the top of the pack, or, as I see it, a team for whom the window is probably slammed shut. I'm, I'm talking before last night. That was Monday Night Football. That was the, the big game. And it took four plays for Aaron Rodgers to go down with an injury. It looks like and sounds like it's an Achilles injury. Now, we don't have confirmation on that, but the Jets have said as much. Robert Salah said as much that it is probably a season-ending, defining, problematic injury for Aaron Rodgers. We don't know. And yet somehow the Jets found a way to win that football game 22-16 in dramatic fashion. Josh Allen had four turnovers, three picks, three to the same dude, and a really crucial and critical fumble where in that fourth quarter there was some kind of wire that got crossed. He was in shotgun. Ball got snapped into his chest. He didn't look like he was expecting it. Somehow managed to bring the ball in, ran forward, and then fumbled it. It was a comedy of errors. And here are the things the universe told us from that game. It was thrilling. Xavier Gibson, the, the dude from Hard Knocks who barely made the team, and if you saw it, it was really cool. He got Actually, it wasn't cool. It was kind of mean. He got called in, and they when the coaches told him he made it, made it sound like he'd been cut. You know, it's, you know, you know, you made it far. No one thought you'd make it this far. And then they thought the guy was going to cry. Then they told him he made it. That dude returned in overtime a punt for a touchdown to seal it. It was a riveting game. Comeback at the end, kind of, for the Bills. Bills give away the game, but then Josh Allen does lead them down the field for a game-tying field goal. Very, very Josh Allen. He's the hero, only he shouldn't be in this position. And no, he's not. Here's what the universe is telling us. Here are the truths that came out of the game last night. Here are the harsh realities, and it's a little early in the NFL season to smack you across the face with what's true and what's real when it's ugly, but it's ugly, and here it is. For the Jets, nice win, congratulations, what a defense. They bet everything on an aged quarterback, and they came up with the wrong numbers on those dice on that table. Aaron Rodgers went down, and as awful as Zach Wilson was at the start of his need to come in. And as impressive as he was, sort of, I mean, it was fine. Those turnovers certainly helped. It's not like Zach Wilson put up 27 points with the, with the help of four turnovers. But Zach Wilson was serviceable. As much as there's a Phillip Rivers mantra out there, whoever they do or don't bring in, the Jets' season is over as it relates to what they hope to do. And what we saw in that game, what the universe told us, not just... The fact the Jets bet big, the truth of the matter is, the Jets bet big on a quarterback who's older and it came up the wrong way. It's that had he not gotten hurt, from what I saw last night, the Jets are a contender. If they have Aaron Rodgers, and I mean just Aaron Rodgers at 70% of last year, 
serviceable Aaron Rodgers quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is Jimmy Garoppolo plus. The Jets, you can make an argument, could compete because that defense is remarkable. And seeing Brees Hall back out there as the running back is special. Yeah, the offensive line is trash. And that's part of the reason that in the four times that Aaron Rodgers got to be on the field, his face was in the turf almost every single time. But if he could have found a way, Aaron Rodgers, to just generate some offense, this was going to be a special Jets team. And that's over. It's probably over. Hope the tests come back differently. Hope we're all wrong. Hope all the online doctors who saw his calf Rodgers quiver and therefore believes it's an Achilles. Hope the head coach saying we think it's an Achilles, we're going to find out. Hope the boot that was on Aaron Rodgers' foot and the car that had to come to get him. Hope all the signs are off and don't indicate what we think they indicate. Here's the other truth. Here's the other message the universe threw out yesterday. And and I want to thank the universe for this. Um, Sometimes the universe also says you should listen to Ryder than you. That two-hour show on CBS Sports Radio, some people mispronounce the guy's last name. Because we've been telling you for a while now that the Bills might be dangerous, that the Bills might be talented, and they are talented. Stephon Diggs can still ball, man. Josh Allen, when he's not overthrowing his receivers for terrible interceptions or fumbling the ball, can lead some stellar drives and has an amazing arm. There are some guys in that football team who are talented. Despite that, despite the Bills' history, the window on their championship hopes has closed. It has. Now, it may turn out to be true that the team that's probably the best team in that division, the Dolphins, and the Bills are the same. I don't think that's the case, but maybe they're similar in that they're both really good and they're not going to compete for Super Bowls. Maybe. I don't know. What I do know is that the Bills are on the way down and they have peaked and the Dolphins may still be ascending. Worst case scenario, they're the same. Best case scenario, the Dolphins are going to do what, what the Bills haven't, and that's push their way to a Super Bowl. The Bills could not beat a New York Jets team that lost not just Aaron Rodgers, but its heart, its soul, its hope, its momentum, its belief on the first drive of the game of the season. And if you didn't watch Hard Knocks, let me do it for you. Let me tell you a really important part of that show that Tom made fun of that I thought was interesting and that we didn't see as the trap door is the hurdle that was that actually was. Repeatedly throughout the series, you would have people on that Jets team say some version of, oh my God, we have Aaron Rodgers, now we can win. And, and there's a line where that's okay. You would see the defensive coordinator in meetings going over a film about defense, right? You're supposed to go over the film and say, here's how we're going to improve defensively. That's a really good defense. Say, we can win now, not because of the guys in this unit. Not because what you see on film, guys, we got we got Aaron Rodgers. We got that's our quarterback. When he's going through film of his defense trying to stop Aaron Rodgers in the preseason, that's our guy, so we can win now. What does that message mean when Aaron Rodgers goes down in the first drive? Well the message means now we can't win, right? You told us the reason we can win is because of our quarterback. Now the quarterback's gone. Zach Wilson's trotting on the field. There was, and you could feel it, all the hope, all the belief went out of that stadium, went out of that team, went out of really just the viewing American population like air out of a balloon. You could hear it. That was a beaten, demoralized, hopeless Jets team that the Bills faced. And you saw it, tough spot, in Zach Wilson's 
really first half of the game or more where he just looked overwhelmed. It was a meme. And what did how did the Bills respond to that Jets team? Dangerous. Jets can be dangerous. They have they have a good defense, right? Some skilled players, but they were demoralized. And Josh Allen said, Hold my beer. Let me show you a different level of a low. Here's a here's a turnover. Here's a turnover. Here's a turnover. Here's a fumble. I mean, it's like Oprah. It's like Kanye when we used to be able to talk about that guy doing Oprah. You get a plane, you get a plane, you get a turnover, you get a turnover, you get some hope. And then Josh Allen coughing up the ball in the Jets' territory in the fourth quarter. The Jets come painfully close to scoring but have to settle for a field goal. I mean, you're talking about a Jets team that was lackluster even when handed gifts. And what did the Bills do? They found a way to lose the game. Teams that can't win in that situation aren't going to win at Arrowhead or in Cincinnati or, hell, at home against the Dolphins. The NFL is amazing, in part because, unlike the NBA, largely, unlike Major League Baseball, almost in its entirety, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know who's going to be the champion. We don't know who's going to compete. We don't know which surprise team that was terrible last year is going to turn it around, unless it's the Bears, or what terrible team is going to do the other direction. We don't know. And so the first week or two or three or four of the NFL season among the many awesome things about having it back in our lives, is about revelation. It reveals to us, in part, what the NFL season is going to look like. Are there some 1-3 teams that turn around? Sure. Are there some 3-0 and teams that fall apart? Vikings, well, not this year. Yes, there are. But largely, the first three or four weeks are the mystery somewhat being revealed. And that certainly happened last night. And it's not the Jets' fault for betting on Aaron Rodgers. I'm not being critical. Right decision. Wrong outcome. I like to gamble. I'm terrible at craps. I like to play craps. I'm good at poker. I like to play poker. Sometimes you make a gamble that's the right bet, the right processes go into place. If you want me to be analytical, saber metrics guy, you follow the right gut instinct. If you want me to be some old-time scout, whatever, you go for it, and it comes up the wrong way, and you lose. That's what happened to the Jets last night. I like they brought in Aaron Rodgers. I was more convinced over the course of that game it would have worked had he stayed healthy, but he didn't. He's an older quarterback. Most people aren't Tom Brady physically. That guy's an anomaly. If Rodgers has an Achilles injury, the Jets' season's a failure. It's not going to work. doesn't matter who they bring in. It's over. It's done. That sucks. That's not fair. The universe just told us. That's the deal. In a different way, in a more slow-moving way, I'm sorry, Bills fans. You can be mad at me if you want. I know it's one game. I know Josh Allen tried to say, uh, you know, very similar to last year. He also could make, you know, I'm going to play this for you, but I want you to visualize, I'm not having, I'm not enjoying this. I don't dislike the Bills. Josh Allen was obviously going to be asked about his multitude of turnovers, and the worst part about this is, if you watched it, as Tommy did, I think he did enjoy it, because Tommy likes us to be right, too. Josh Allen couldn't even make eye contact with the reporter when talking about his brutal night. Four turnovers, um, was that something that they did, or is that just you maybe forcing the ball, trying to force the ball in a little bit? Yeah, trying to force the ball. Um, <sighs> yeah, same <laughs> same place, different day. Is it, is it, I mean, what do you got to do to get, get it on track? Yeah, I mean, mindset-wise, just trusting what I see and sticking with it and not trying to force anything and um, 
it's a good defense we played, but you know we can't play two guys. Can't play them and us, and I played us tonight. And yeah. Even though I'm not wrong, I hope I am wrong. I went to I went to Buffalo once to do a, a story when I was a newspaper writer on. Can't remember the guy's name. Coach there, college coach. And I got snowed in. I got stuck in Buffalo for a week. I loved it. I'm from Dubuque, Iowa. Blue-collar town. Had a plant closed down in Iowa. Buffalo was, no offense to Dubuque, I love you, was a bigger, cooler version. Reminded me of home. Like the people, like the place. Not rooting against it. Doesn't change reality. Windows closed. They're not good enough. The end. Fun Monday night game. Fun ending. I was on my couch screaming. But two L's for both teams that played. For different reasons. Bad luck for the Jets. And just an inability to take advantage of the moment when you had it for the Bills. That was a couple years ago. Last night is just, unfortunately, the sign of more things to come in Buffalo. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Twitter Sports Rider Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Tell me it's different. Tell me the Jets are going to thrive with... Zach Wilson or whatever quarterback off the street, tell me Buffalo, because this does happen, are going to shrug off a week one loss and figure it out. 855-212-4CBS. You got something to say, say it. Tom's got some horrible story on leftovers. And we'll get into Chris Jones getting paid. Well, not really getting paid, just coming back. I think he actually got got. All that next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I've literally had to explain to my son, Henry, what it is to root for a team that sucks. (laughs) And I've explained to Henry why I'm a Bears fan. Daddy's a Bears fan. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, all right. Welcome back into the show. 855-2124-CBS. Big debate emerged last night. I had a really weird series of... I got these. started getting these texts from a couple buddies that I'm friends with, people I like, but I never hear from, just randomly telling me how much they hate being a Jets fan. A lot of misery out there. Let's go to the phone lines to talk about this. Man, the Jets won last night. Great win. 
and they still lost. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. The phone number? Uh, Jason Atlanta, I can't talk. You probably can. Thank you for listening. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill. How you doing this morning? What's up, dude? Good. Well, listen, I just I wanted to express my the empathy that I have for Jets fans uh, because it eerily reminds me of my Eagles from 1991 when uh, Randall Cunningham went down week one. We had a lights-out defense, and uh, it d- didn't matter who we put in a quarterback. Um, you know, so whether it's Jets, Jets, it's Zach Wilson. For us, it was Jim McMahon. It was Brad Gable. It was Pat Ryan yanked off a construction site. And that defense of ours was, it was historically good. And, you know, we could only finish 10-6 and six and miss the playoffs. So, Jets fans, I feel for you. Dude, I love the sympathy. Love the call in Atlanta, 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, man, it's over. Season's over. And it's brutal. And it's not fair. And I'm not making fun of Jets fans. They probably have it worse than I do as a Bears fan. Because this was a season, and the AFC, and I say this all the time, is going to be so good. Part of my reason I think the Bills are not going to accomplish what they want is because of the Bills and what we saw last night. But a lot of it is just the competition level. We've got power rankings coming up in 15 minutes, and it's early. But just going through it, it struck me how many teams, how many challengers there are in the AFC. It is a crowded, loaded, brutal field. And the Jets, I think, were going to be able to compete in that. Doesn't mean they would have won it, but they would have been one of the really interesting challengers for the crowd. And with Aaron Rodgers, they're going to be a joke. Brutal. Let's go to Miami, where I think you've got to be feeling pretty good if you're a Dolphins fan. Michael is on the line at 855-2124-CBS. Michael, what up, bro? Thanks for listening. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Bill, enjoy your program every day, man. Great job Thanks. always. Thanks, man. I have a question because I really value your opinion. Here's, here's the thing. I'm very excited about our Dolphin team. I, I think that since the, the Marino era when Duper and Clayton, I don't see them as exciting as they've been. Uh, I mean, at least the first game. And last year when Tua was healthy, they were they were very exciting to watch offensively. Now, Bill, I have a problem. I think if they have a mediocre defense, that they're a very good team. And I don't even need a great defense. But here's the problem. They can't stop the run. I don't know if it's scheme or if I, I don't know if they need players. But my, uh, my question to you is, do, do the Dolphins need to make any moves defensively? Because I know they spent a lot of money offensively. But defensively, I just don't see them stopping the run and – and dealing with a lot of these offensive teams in the in the AFC. Your opinion? Uh, dude, I appreciate you, Michael. And I love the um I love the shout out for the show. Thanks for listening down in Miami where I lived for a wonderful ten or eleven months. No, I'm I'm all in on on the Dolphins. I so here's the I'm not I'm not saying that Tua Tonga Vailoa is Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying that. But we've seen a model where the offense is so remarkable and so dangerous and so unstoppable. I'm talking about the Chiefs especially the first couple years of their four-year AFC championship or better run, where the defense was bad, but the offense was so dynamic, they basically won whatever firefight they got into. This Dolphins team isn't quite that offensively, but man, I mean, Tyree Kill, as you know, Michael, just had 250, what, three or whatever it was, receiving yards. If, if, if two is healthy, 
He's not Mahomes, but I think he is as good a quarterback as anybody in the NFL that's not in that top tier, and he'll be banging on that door that has Burrow and Mahomes, and that is a Dolphins defense that is better than those early Chiefs defenses. There's still some residual realities, some guys, and and some culture from Brian Flores, who we've made fun of on the show a little bit, but was obviously a defensive-minded guy. I, I don't hate Miami's defense. There are some weaknesses there, but I think they're going to be fine. And you throw in on the offensive side everything they can do, Waddle and Hill, what two is about. No, I think, Tom, I'm going to get to power rankings in a second, so I don't want to uh, cannibalize that. But I think you and I, Pretty Daddy, are aligned. We see, what, Miami as the top contender to enter the top tier of the AFC this year? Is that a fair way to put it? I'm actually going to take it further, Bill. Before this season started, I got the Dolphins as the number one seed in the AFC. The number one overall seed. I think they're that good and they're that talented. Wow. I mean, look, the it absolutely was a brutal reality in terms of their run defense over the weekend. Although Vic Fangio is the defensive coordinator. Yes, and it was he's not gonna figure a, it out. It was not a great debut, but I'm with you. I'm confident in him figuring it out. Not a great first game. Expect more from him as the season goes on. But yes, I'm with you. He will figure it out. I mean, they allowed, I don't remember, was it 200? It was 200 and something rushing yards in that game. They've got some personnel on that team. And I, you tell me, and I think they'll be better than this by the end of the year. You tell me that they're, you know, 15th in the NFL in defense at the end of the season. And two is healthy. I, I don't, 12 win. That's a 12, that's still an 11 12 win team to me. And Mike McDaniel is so incredible as a play caller. And there's two things here, I think, going on. Or there's three. They've, they've boldly spent money to bring in Tyree Kill. And you can, I don't think it's the right comparison, but you could compare it a little bit to the Rams, right, when they kind of like, we're going to go all in. I think the better comp in some ways is, is a, a bigger investment version of what, ironically, Buffalo did with Stephon Diggs when they went and they got him from, from the Vikings. Because Diggs unlocked... Josh Allen, and unlock that offense. But I think Tua, I'm going to say it, I think Tua can be better than Josh Allen. I'm just going to be the guy that says it. I think Mike McDaniel is clearly a better play caller. And so you've got the player personnel reality, and, and Waddle's so fast. Tyreek Hill unlocks a lot of things offensively, not just for Tua, but for the entire offense. So you have that going for them. Clearly Mike McDaniel is really good at helping a quarterback. He came from San Francisco as the offensive coordinator, and this is Tua, unlock his ability. And we've seen this, by the way, give Doug Peterson credit in Jacksonville with with what he's done with Trevor Lawrence, but I think we would all agree Trevor Lawrence had more upside or there was more belief in Trevor Lawrence despite what Urban Meyer did to him. But there's that second component. There's the there's the going and getting Tyreek Hill and what they've done in other spots in that roster in terms of offense, roster construction. There's Mike McDaniel's ability, I think, to just be a quarterback whisperer but also, just aside from that, in a vacuum, Mike McDaniel is regarded as one of the best play callers in the NFL, and we saw it against the Chargers. So you put all that together, I don't think the defense has to be that good. I went totally off topic because I love the topic. Love it, 855-212-4CBS. Uh, I do want to say this, the big challenge still, and I know, Tom, you just you, you think it'll be the Dolphins, and maybe they'll get there. M- maybe Buffalo fans are listening, and I hope I'm wrong. So I'm not, I don't usually want to be wrong. I want to be wrong on Buffalo because I like the town. Maybe this is just one loss. It happens. 
and Josh Allen doesn't have four turnovers going forward and sort of finds his groove again, and it's Buffalo this year. Maybe it's the Browns. Maybe it's the Bengals. I'm not writing them off because Joe Burrow had a bad night, but it all goes through Kansas City, and that path just got a little harder, as we would expect, because Chris Jones is coming back. He is, it's not really a new, I mean, it's a new deal. He has, we don't have the details, so we don't know what, to what degree he or the Chiefs won or lost his negotiation. What we know is that Jones, the defensive mainstay, the stalwart, the catalyst for the Chiefs' defense, the reason that defense for Kansas City went from being 25th to whatever, 14th, and the Chiefs went from being really good to exceptional because they've had a pretty good defense at times. Chris Jones was under contract for a year. He's still under contract for a year. It's a bunch of incentives. It's laden with if you do this, you get this. We don't know the details. But Tom made a really good point. It's different, but the leverage isn't that different than the running backs who could have been or were, depending on the situation in the preseason, franchised. Now, Chris Jones hasn't been franchised. He's just under contract. But it's still the team saying, we got you. You're under contract one way or another, and we aren't going to pay you right now. And Chris Jones went to the game, said he wanted to be back. This, to me, and we don't have the details, so I'm guessing I could be wrong. I don't know. Seems like, in many ways, just a face-saving reality for Chris Jones. Because he's already going to make, what, Tom, $19.5, million this year? I can't imagine the incentives get him to $40 million. This seems like a Chiefs basically got what they wanted, Chris Jones comes back, and that is a really important addition for Kansas City. I don't think it's why they lost to Detroit. I mean, it didn't help. No Chris Jones, no Travis Kelsey. didn't help. But all roads still go through Kansas City, and that road just got, as expected, a little more bumpy if you're Miami or Buffalo or the Bengals or the Ravens or the Browns. Not the Jets anymore, I'm sorry guys, because Chris Jones is back. And then they're going to get Travis Kelsey back, and they're going to be the Chiefs that we expected. 855-212-4CBS. All right, really, I want to get to this. I teased it. I'm a little worried about it. My wife makes fun of me. I've gotten better about eating leftovers, Tom, but I can't eat leftovers two days later. It's like, I don't eat leftovers the next day. Maybe pizza. Cold pizza is an exception. You have a leftover story. I haven't heard it. I'm ready. All right, I want to preface this by saying I am not involved in this story. I'm going to give you some names. I am not making them up in terms of trying to cover up for myself. I am not involved in this story. All right, here we go. Bill, yesterday, talking to my best friend on the planet, my buddy Evan, went out on a double date. He and his wife with another couple this weekend. They went to a beautiful Italian restaurant in New Jersey. I hate double dates. Okay. What do you hate double dates for? We'll get back to it later. All right, it's the end of the meal. My buddy's wife has ordered pasta with bolognese sauce, and if you're not familiar with bolognese, it is a meat sauce. It is absolutely delicious. Now, she has eaten the majority of her meal, the majority. There are some, there's some food left on her plate. The other husband, let's call him Joe. Joe asks my buddy's wife, hey, are you going to wrap that up and take it home? And she said to him, you know what? There's not that much left here. I don't think so. It's not really worth it. Seems like a normal response. Tell me this guy does not ask for the food. A little odd that Joe would ask her that question. But okay, everything is still fine up until this point. You would agree, right? Like, we haven't hit the twilight zone yet. I mean, we've definitely hit a small warning signal of why I hate double, one of the many reasons <laughs> I hate double dates. So please continue. All right. As I understand it, the waiter comes over, asks if they would like coffee or dessert. They decline, and they ask for the check. Joe, the other husband, asks 
for a to-go plate to wrap up my buddy's wife's remaining pasta. Gross. And she jumps in and said, oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to ha- to take this home. I don't want it. Joe took it home. The other husband took the food home that my buddy's wife was eating from and did not pay for. You can't take somebody Just else's go, we're leftovers. In we're in alignment. What? Like, who does that? I mean, A, so I don't know. Is Joe his real name? Uh, I don't know this guy, so I'm just calling him Joe. Joe, you cheap, you cheap dude. That's gross, too. That's That was my first thought. That's gross. Before I even got to the financial point of it, like, you didn't pay for that. That's gross. Let me ask you a question. We have a rejoin about this where we don't understand how swingers operate. Is this some <laughs> kind of clue? Is this like a one of these signals? People said there's signals, right? Like... <laughs> Is this? I'm serious. I don't think the that signal, would make more sense. I don't think the signal is uneaten bolognese sauce. Like, I, it's so bizarre. I have a thing about germs. Actually, like, I'll be out. I'll be out having cocktails or drinks, and buddies will be like, "Hey, man, you want?" Tr-? They'll order a cocktail, right? Oh, I got a, I got an old fashioned with spices of chocolate and mango. I'm like, "Oh, is it good? Do you want to try it?" No, man. But if they haven't, if they haven't drinking from it yet. I'll be like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah. Sure. But if they, I don't, I'm, I got a germ thing. I couldn't. And then you've got whatever the germs are that she put on it, percolating, even right, like on the drive home. I mean, I, it's gross. It's disgusting. Like it's you terrible. can't ever talk to that couple again. No, no, you, no. That's why you can't double date. Because something like this will happen, and you'll realize you hate this person. Stuff does not happen like this. This is like a once in a once nah, in a lifetime thing. It's called a Tuesday for me. I mean, it didn't happen to me, but this so is that... so bizarre. I was appalled when my buddy told me this yesterday. You know what I would have done? There's my Larry David thing. I would have been like, you know, actually, yeah, I'll bring it back. That's like I thought I'm going to take it home. Thanks, Joe. And then I would have thrown it out in front of them on the drive, on the like on the way out, <laughs> just in the garbage. Friendship over. <laughs> Friendship over. That was a good leftover. I don't like. I'm not a big leftover guy. Oh, I could, I could, I could live on leftovers. I have I, leftovers for lunch just about every single day. I'm like, I make a mean chicken cacciatore, so I've gotten to where I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do that. You know what I can't do? I cannot do fish. Lori will order. We'll get sushi to go, and she'll order extra for leftovers the next day. The minute the sushi goes in the fridge, I'm out. I'm out. Can't do that. No way. Fit. I'm getting Although, skeeved out. Although not as bad as the people who go to their work and put fish in the microwave. <clears throat> Stu Kovacs. <clears throat> what? Does he? Yeah. Multiple times. He puts times. fish in the microwave. Multiple times. All right. Let's, if that's true, I want him on the show to talk about it sometime. I'm going gri- to grill him. It's going to be tough to persuade him to get here in time. That's true. He would have to arrive. Yeah. Well, he'll be here. He, he'll be here in an hour and ten minutes. So maybe we can sneak him on the program. Uh, I'm excited. These aren't leftovers. These are brand new NFL power rankings. First time of the year. Coming up after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Hey, Stevie. Way to pull your goalie. So that's cool, man. Pull your goalie. AYSL game. Good to see you. And he goes, oh, yeah, we just he's a really talented player. I'm like, yeah, bro, pull your goalie, huh? Didn't have enough goals. And he's like, oh, are people mad at the sideline? I go, what do you think? Yeah, of course. Really classy. How was your summer? <laughs> On CBS Sports Radio. That's a pretty accurate retelling. Welcome back into the show. Uh, I don't know, Tom, if it's a healthy sign of our marriage or not, but my wife routinely listens and responds to the show. I think that's a fantastic sign. We should get, I know that you don't tend to do these things, but this one we should do. You should get a wife <laughs> alert. And I'll just play it when, he, uh, so Lori, listen to your story you just told about your best friend double dating with somebody else, his wife not finishing a little bit of her pasta, her bolognese, and then this random guy she was double dating with taking it home for his own, claiming her leftovers. Okay. So bizarre. First, first Lori wrote, no, gross. Then I'm never double dating again. Then... Also, your leftovers reluctance is absurd, by which she means stupid. Then she articulated the thing I didn't want to say, but it's not me. She goes, do you think it's, she actually called me during the break, do you think it's possible since this guy can't sleep with it, the other wife, he just wants her food? <laughs> the closest no. he can get. No. I, of all. <laughs> you didn't think of that? No. That, that never crossed my mind. There's weirdos in the world, bro. There are, and you know what? Now, <laughs> this took a dark turn. Oh no! Oh no! It took a dark turn the minute he asked for somebody else's leftovers. I'm normally that guy who takes it to the weird place. I never would have thought of that. I mean, it is, oh, it is weird. Wow! That's why you can't double date because you're gonna get a weirdo. But also, the odds that you are gonna like both people. Your spouse is going to like both people, and both of them are going to like each of you are so low. And there's nothing worse than finally getting on a double date and thinking we cracked the code. She's great. He's great. My wife likes both of them, but something's off, and you realize, oh, wait, but they hate me. (laughs) It's so true. I hate double dating. It's so hard to get four adults who can all tolerate each other yeah, for, it's like, terrible. a two-hour meal. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, you know what? Uh, I got to be careful because I always tell these stories about my life, and then I'll, like, show up at a school or a tennis <laughs> match, and some will be like, oh, this is your show. I'm like, oh, you're the guy that I talked about on the air three weeks ago. Like, why, is that, why is that guy glaring at me? Thanks for listening, question mark. That's why he can pronounce my name. <laughs> he listens to the show. All right, I'm pretty excited. Are you... I'm going to do this, and then you can just rip these apart, Tom. You ready, Pretty Danny? What makes you think I'm going to rip them apart? 
because it's like a double date. It's got to get awkward with you. Let's do power rankings. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NFL Power Rankings. Number five. Give me the Detroit Lions, baby! Look, I know it's one game. I know the wheels could come off. I recognize and understand that Kansas City did not have its most important defensive player in Chris Jones and its second most offensive player in Travis Kelsey. I don't care. thought Jared Goff looked really good. Obviously, that Detroit defense was more than solid. That is a big, close, important win. I'm all in on the Lions, baby, especially after that Bears game. Lions winning that division. Let's go. Number four. Give me Jacksonville. Huh? Give me the Jags. Uh, Look, this is a sexy pick or a sleeper pick for everyone, so it's not a sleeper pick. And there were times where it took them a little bit to pull away in a game they probably should have won pretty handily. But Trevor Lawrence, I think Tom has gotten himself back to where he is going to be the quarterback he was supposed to be. I think he's going to be eventually a top three quarterback, whatever tier that is, top four, top tier in the NFL. I'm in on the Jags. And in a very crowded AFC picture we talk about all the time, count me an absolute believer. Number three. That's where it gets tricky for me. Well, these guys higher, but I'm going to put the Dolphins here for now. In part because they could have lost that game to the Chargers. In part because they're obviously, as our friend pointed out from Miami, were some real concerns with the run defense in that game. Although I, I do think Fangio is going to figure it out. And in part because the AFC is so difficult and so crowded that to claim that anybody is high on this list from the AFC early on is difficult to do. Because you just don't know. And this is going to be... I think, a conference that's measured in inches or millimeters. The margins are going to be close. But I got a man crush on the Dolphins. I believe in them. And I think they are in the AFC right now. It's the early, right? Chiefs lost. That's part of the reason. I think they're the real deal. Number two. This isn't sexy. They made the Super Bowl last year. It's not like they beat an amazing football team. Although they did, they did allow that game to get close again. They were gifted some things. I just... The Eagles are so good. Philly's talented on both sides of the ball. It is hard to get back to a Super Bowl, but this is not a rankings about who's going to get unlucky or lucky in the postseason or play well, have momentum, whatever. They're clearly the best team in the NFL outside of... Number one. Give me the Niners, dude. The question for me on San Francisco was Brock Purdy. And he answered it, and we discussed this yesterday. He looked legit. And had he been healthy for the NFC Championship game, I think, almost certainly, the Niners advance to the Super Bowl. They have every aspect of what they need. Bosa's coming back. You know who they are. Look, we'll see if the Chiefs get there. We'll see if the Bengals get there. There's other teams that lost in the opening week. There's some that I probably disrespected by not putting them on the list. It's early, but I think one of the things not in dispute for now is the Niners are one of the handful or fewer teams who are a very good bet to, at, at worst, make a Super Bowl. Honorable mention. 
All right, I'm going to give the Chiefs honorable mention because I wanted to find a way to get them on this list. I think that they're still going to win 12 or 13 games. I'm 100% on board what they're about. I know their receivers forgot how to receive the football. It's an important part of the job. And every year, you know, every year I put them like one, no matter what happens, to not have them on here. But just keep an eye out. They're still coming. Here's your participation trophy. It's the Bears. It's all you do is participate. I hate you. Move on, please. <laughs> yeah. Better luck next time. So th- there's a few in this category, and I the Ravens could make a claim to this, but I think Dallas is probably the, the, the better luck next time being maybe it's on me. Maybe I'm the one that didn't have where I was supposed to. Brown's probably in that class, too. There's only so many slots trying to avoid ties. But for me, Tommy, Browns and Dallas, I just want to see more of it. How much of that was the Browns' defense versus just Joe Burrow having so much rust? How much of that Dallas game was Dallas versus what was a historically terrible opening performance by Daniel Jones and that entire Giants team? I don't know. I don't know the answer. We'll get some clarity in the weeks ahead. Man, leftovers, dude. Pretty controversial topic. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to turn into this. I'm, double dates are, are just are, are are terrible. When's the last double date you went on? I mean, maybe it says a lot about me. People don't, don't even want to invite me out. Um, I don't know, like six, seven months ago. Yeah, I get invited a lot. My best friend Reed Forgrave. I was going to call him straight up my name is one of these guys who all he goes on vacation with near strangers. He's like, whenever he goes on vacation, he's like let's invite seven couples. He's always like, why won't you come? Like, I don't like people. Like, I barely like you. You're my best friend. <laughs> You're going to invite me with seven other couples? I don't want to hang out with these people. I don't want to spend my weekend being like, oh, hey, I don't really know you. Let's be friends. I don't want to be friends. I barely like you, and you're my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to spend that much time around, folks. I like being around my wife and kids, too. My kids are awesome. That's it. Like, I have no, I have a desire to, I, I want to have a drink with you. I bring that up. I don't, I'm sure your wife's nice. I don't want a double date with you guys. Are you kidding? No interest. I want Lori to demand you're fired after you take her food or whatever weird thing happens. Let's keep talking some NFL. Ephraim Salam, our buddy. Next here, CBS Sports Radio. He does double dates. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.